0: Welcome back to another episode of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie Huser. It's time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? I'm back. It's been a couple weeks and I am so sorry, but we have been in a move. Um, our family found a home a little bit more north, out of Phoenix and into Carefree, Arizona, and it has been a journey. Let me just tell you, I have missed you. I hope that you are doing well and that you are enjoying your summertime. Um, we have Boy, I have worked so hard the last couple of weeks just trying to get the move done and uh lighten the loads. My husband's been working and trying to do the move and his move into his office in the in the house and and I've been trying to create my own office. You can see I'm in a totally new location. I love my backdrop. this is hand painted it's stenciled um I didn't do it. There's no way I would have gotten that done in the last two weeks. I just barely got the boxes unpacked. But I am back, baby. And uh, I have missed talking with you and sharing with you. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to get on Um, once again, kind of be raw and real. As you know, that's kind of where I go with my podcast. And um just kind of giving you the perspective of this move on um, me as an amputee and as my on my family actually. And uh, you'll see me moving if you're watching this video on YouTube, um, don't have a chair yet for my desk, so I'm on a ball, <laughs> so I'm enjoying it. I feel a little like I'm getting a little exercise while I'm sitting here and, and uh, taping this. But uh, I just have to tell you that, you know what, I was gung-ho, no I shouldn't say that, let's backtrack. We have been talking about moving for several years now. Um, For those of you that don't know my story, back in 2013, I hurt my knee uh, in a karate accident, kicked someone in the head, trying to test for my second degree black belt, and uh, heard the pop, felt the pop, but me being as stubborn as I am, and wanting to finish and show my boys that you can finish through anything, I um, continued with my testing, my sparring, everything that entailed with uh, finishing up my pretest for my second degree black belt, all on a torn MCL. And um, I couldn't really stand on it. I was kicking with it. So, um, and I like to kick more than I like to punch. So I was kicking a lot with the broken, uh, or torn MCL and, uh, end up having surgeries on it, surgeries, surgeries, knee replacement, knee revision till finally, um, in 2018, the summer of 2018, I got a blood clot in Paris, flew home with it and um, didn't know it until about four or five days after we got home when I saw my pain management doctor who suggested I go see um, the ER and get a, a ultrasound done. And sure enough, it was a blood clot that traveled from my calf to my knee. And that was, as they say, the straw that broke the camel's back. And so I decided at that point that I was gonna do some research on amputation because I wasn't living my life anyways. I was barely getting around. I wasn't hiking, walking, biking, you name it. I couldn't do it, couldn't get up from sitting on the ground without help. Um, It had been a journey starting in 2013 to 2018. And so um, anyway, through all those um, surgeries, we we had lived for 12 years in a two-story home and it had, uh, you know, two flights of stairs. And I got, let's just put it this way, I got really good at getting myself all ready in the morning, getting everything I needed into a backpack and getting down the stairs once, normally with crutches, Um, but a majority of the time was one step at a time. And then once I was downstairs, I did not go back up the stairs for the rest of the day until it was bedtime. So I lived my life downstairs um if i had to do laundry i had to ask my family to bring it down when laundry was done take it back up um, it was a royal pain and so when i was during certain surgeries there were times where i was stuck in bed and on a machine that would bend my leg throughout the day and i'd have to be on it for hours and so there was times where when i was homeschooling my kids that we would just homeschool in my bed <laughs> So they would sit at the end of the bed or next to me on the bed and we would do our math, do our science, whatever, take a lunch break. And my kids were amazing because they'd go downstairs, make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And um, sometimes a cheese platter would come up, which was always a fun and exciting thing. We'd watch a movie at lunch and then finish our studies after lunch and then they'd go and play. And so that was my journey for um, many years. And I just remember constantly the conversation coming up with my husband where he would say, we really should get a one level home. And I'm so stubborn and so prideful at times where I was like, no, I don't need a one level home. I'm fine. I can do the stairs. It's not hurting me. And then for the last couple of years, we were just kind of passively looking at homes. He'd find one he thought was nice He'd be like, look at this one or look at that one. And I'd say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't ready to pick up and move. I loved our home. It held a lot of very dear memories of my parents visiting and family coming to stay with us and me homeschooling all of the years I homeschooled my kids, which were like 11 years, was all done in that home. And I just, I hold on to those types of things. I have a real hard time letting go. So I kind of put it aside. I never was totally invested. Plus I knew that I would be no good at moving with a bum knee. And then the amputation happened in 2018, December of 2018. And of course, at that point in time, I just had to get myself better. I did the stairs with one leg and crutches. I dealt with it. I'd been a master at crutches for so many years now that it didn't even bother me or phase me that I had crutches and going up and down the stairs, um, learn my balance you know, figured things out. Obviously, until I got a prosthetic, I wasn't able to do anything but get myself up and down the stairs. So, you know, laundry and anything I needed from the upstairs or the downstairs had to be brought by a family member. And um, then all of a sudden, this house showed up. We decided to go check it out, and it was like a whirlwind. Literally, my father was in visiting us for a week, It was the first time we'd seen him since the pandemic, and we were excited to have him in, and we found this home. He came and saw for the first time with us, and the next thing I know, we have two and a half days to start gutting our house because I hold on to everything my kids have ever done in homeschooling. Oh my gosh, I have so many things, and... Uh, My craft room, which is now this huge room that I have, was just a tiny hallway, but it was shelved full of stuff because I couldn't do anything with a bum knee. And so it was a mess. And my poor father sat there and held garbage bags for goodwill and garbage. And I just went through and organized. And then we were leaving that two and a half days later to go to Chicago to see family. And we flew back with my dad, spent a week in Chicago. And that whole entire time in Chicago... As much as we tried to enjoy ourselves, we were also laying the foundation to doing all e-documents to buy this home and figure out what we needed to do to sell our home. And it was just crazy. And then we came back and literally had two and a half days to organize the things we wanted to get rid of so we didn't pack and move them. And so a total of five days, you count them, five days to get my 12 years of life in that home organized for movers. And then bam, the movers were at our house and the next thing you know, I'm here. And so for the last couple weeks, um, I did have an interview with um, Ronnie Sasaki and her podcast, A Leg Up On Life. You should check that out. So I wasn't totally radio silent. I did set aside one hour for somebody else to interview me. Um, so I didn't have to do editing and anything like that. Um, she was awesome. She's a, uh, a Paralympic skier uh, from the 90s and uh, an entrepreneur and a speaker and she's amazing um, and born with uh, without uh, part of her limb, lower limb and she has her podcast A Leg Up On Life. So I was uh, one of the people she uh, interviewed this past month. So you check it out if you get a chance to. Um, And then this last week literally had to go radio silent because this room was all boxes and we made ourselves a deadline that all boxes were gonna be taken out of our house by this last week and gotten rid of. And then I had a complete (laughs) crazy mess in this room. Uh, Couldn't even find the floor, couldn't walk through. And that's a problem when you have a prosthetic. So I will tell you that moving is not fun. I plan to die in this home. Um, it came on so quick and I'm good with that. I love quick transitions. I'm not one that likes to make things long lasting. I want it one and done. And so that's kind of how this one came about. Um, it is a one level home. However, it does have a basement. I will not be going to the basement much, but my boys' rooms are in the basement. Um, I have this room for my podcast and my blog and everything. And the laundry room is on the same level here, bedroom on the same level, kitchen. It's great. I love it. Um, I have to say though, going from two levels to one level, it's incredible how long a house can be when you have to get from one side to the other. (laughs) Um, I decided to start a virtual race, at the beginning of this, because I really wanted to see unintentional miles that I could put on when it came to moving. I was really intrigued with, we'll just call this a science experiment. Let's just call it what it is. I was intrigued to see how many miles I would put on a ranch level home in two weeks. And I looked, I haven't looked in a while, a couple days, but it's been, at nine days, I had put on 21 miles on my pedometer. And um, the actual virtual race is 14 days, 37 miles through Paris, Um, which is apropos because it's one of my favorite cities in the world and the place where I discovered the blood clot and made the decision to amputate. But um, you get to see it. It's kind of neat. It's through Pacer. And... um, Yeah, I'm actually very impressed that without being outside in the 110-degree weather, I've been able to put 21 miles on my watch. So that's good, I guess. It's some sort of exercise. Unpacking is definitely exercise in itself as well. But to get down to it, um, if you're an amputee or someone that knows or lives with an amputee, you will realize, and especially if you live with an amputee, um, one thing that I tend to forget about myself is that I'm an amputee. I know it seems weird, um, but I wear my leg from the moment I get up to the moment I go to bed. So like yesterday, I was up at like 7 and I didn't go to bed till midnight. It doesn't come off. That being said, not thinking of me as disabled has also stopped me from wanting to be in a ranch and not minding the stairs and things like that. The problem is, is what I've noticed in the week, two weeks of unpacking and unloading and bending over for things and lay, sitting on the ground to go through things and getting back up and down and up and down, uh, my good hip, my good knee have really taken a hit. It has been physically challenging. Um, as the mom and stay-at-home parent, my job, is to make sure, especially the, the family hubs, the kitchen, the family room are livable as fast as possible. Like I don't like to live out of boxes, but you definitely need to have your kitchen in order. That to me is the most important room in a house. And I did it in two days. Um, we had a lot of boxes and I have to tell you that um, what I've told people is I did two solid days Morning to eve late evening till two in the morning, the last day was two in the morning of nonstop work, barely even eight. I actually lost some weight, doing nothing but inside the house stuff but the the third day of trying to get up and get moving and realizing my kitchen was done, my body went on strike like it it said no, no, no more, and I had to listen as much as I just wanted everything to be done the The um, voice in my head was saying, your body's done, you need a break, you need to stop. And that was hard because the first day was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to sit and relax and enjoy this house we've just bought. And then the other side of me the next day was, all right, let's get going. And then the the voice inside of me was like, you know, another day wouldn't be bad. Let's take a second day and, and recuperate. It took me several days to bounce back from two hard days of unpacking. And so, you know, I had several friends reach out to me going, hey, we'd love to come over, we'll help you, we can unpack, We'll whatever you need us to do. But, you know, unpacking to me is very personal. And for me, I went through a lot of stuff and said, you know what, I I just gotta get rid of this. I, I don't need this, we don't need this, this is excess. Let's just goodwill this, or let's get rid of this. I know someone who wants this, whatever. When you have someone at your house that doesn't know that, that kind of process can be kind of painful. And I just, I don't like to do that to my friends. But if you're an amputee, find somebody that will come. And I would say the best thing you can do is at least have them bending over, unpacking, and putting stuff up on a counter at least. Because for me, my hip is so sore now after a couple weeks of bending over, getting stuff out of boxes. And you know, some of those boxes are huge and have, 20 or 30 items wrapped in paper, like all our wine glasses, oh my gosh. You know, I'm like, we have way too many. At this point, You now you want to just start throwing things away because you just don't want to have to unpack anymore, which obviously is not good, but it's one way to thin the herd, right? Um. So I would suggest definitely getting some sort of help, even if it's just unpacking. And I know this is me saying this because I didn't even take my own advice, But if I were to be that kind of person, I would definitely ask my friends, hey, yeah, let's come over. I'll get you a glass of wine at the end of the day. Let's just do this. And instead I just, it was, it was therapy for me, you know, just go through my stuff, see what I have, understand what I have and take it in strides. Like if you get so many things unpacked, then you don't know what to do with it. That's what happened in this room. I unpacked and unpacked just to get rid of the boxes. And then I didn't even know where to start. It was almost to the point where there was a couple days that I just welled up in tears and walked away because I just didn't know where to begin. It was so crowded in here. And now I'm so proud of myself. My desk is clean. I can do my podcast in here. And I love my backdrop. It's so exciting. And I'm just so excited for what the future holds now that I have my own space where I can shut my door. Um, My poor boys used to have to in our old house. I'd have to tell them I'm doing my podcast. I need an hour where you're not walking behind me or talking or making the dog bark. I can't have any background noise. And so they would sit downstairs and wait, but I was right where they would game or they'd have to go past me to get to their room and you'd hear them thump, thump, thump thumping. And so I was like, you can't be up here. You can't be anywhere. It doesn't matter if you tippy toe, I don't want you. I don't want a door shutting. I don't want anything. So now I finally have my own room. I'm so excited. And I'm excited to be back. You know, it's like, oh, I'm back to normal, back to relaxed. Not everything is unpacked here. Nothing is hanging on our walls. My walls are bare. I have pictures on the floor all around me here that I want to get hung. Probably nothing behind me, but I've got white walls on the other other three walls. This is my only wall that's actually um, painted. Um, And so, and then out in the kitchen and everything, like you can't even see our kitchen table because there's just stuff. Decorations, I haven't put any decorations out. It's just been all the bare minimum. Everything's put away where it needs to be put away. So as an amputee, moving, I know this is gonna be great for the long term, but I have to tell you that this moving is tough. I mean, it's exhausting anyways, but um, having a full leg amputee uh, uh, prosthetic is really hard. I can't bend over very easily. And there's a few times I've gotten on the ground and not been able to get back up. And uh, you know, I've tried to take time for myself, but really time for myself meant I was done for the day and I would just crash and burn in bed. <laughs> and then wake up and you're like, okay, another day, awesome, I can't wait to, yay. And then you start finding things that you can do that have nothing to do with your home. You're like, you know, maybe I'll go outside and check on the pool or, you know, I need to run to Walgreens for something or, you know, uh, grocery store, Starbucks, you know, just get out of the house, which, um, you know, obviously is good for uh, the mental health side of this whole uh, journey. But... Like I said, it's great to be back. Um, I'm looking forward to new adventures and um, and just speaking more and and doing things. We've got some new avenues open and i'm I'm excited to say that I've just started writing for a magazine, and um, I'll let you know when that stuff comes becomes available. It is not being taken from my blog um like it has been, but actual articles specific to the magazine, which I will be able to share once they've posted it, but it's, they have the rights to it, so I'm really excited about that. And um, I'm in the midst of my personal training certification because I really want to be able to reach out and help some of you um, live your best life and empower you to be healthy internally, mentally, you know, physically, And, um, so those, there's some big things on the horizon. And this next year, my son, my youngest son is going to start his senior year in high school as a full-time student. So it'll be my first year of not homeschooling, which is sad, but exciting at the same time because it is just another chapter that, um, is a part of the journey. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm feeling so blessed with the life that our family has been able to live and how hard my husband has worked for us to be able to do the things we get to do and places we've gone and um, being able to live in such a beautiful home in such a beautiful location. I have to say that Carefree Arizona sounds just like it sounds, it's carefree. Um, We found out after buying the house that there is no mailbox by our yard and there is no group mailbox. We are living in such a small town that we have to go to the post office every day for mail. We had no idea that we were getting into that. So that's fun, Uh, trying to tell people what the address is to send a letter or to send a package, two different addresses. Um, So that's a new thing for us. But I have to say, I love the small town feel. Going to the local grocer or meat market Um, everybody's so friendly and just always smiling and happy and talking to you and um, I've already made tons of friends uh, in in the grocery store and with the grocer and um, there's just so many little things here Um, just looking at the roads the road names one road is nonchalant road Um, yes nonchalant and there's another we're off a bloody basin Um, nothing like a southwest name to make you smile as you drive in and out of your community. But I, like I said, I, I, have been, um, absent and I'm so sorry that it has been a while. I am so excited to say that I am back, back baby, and, um, looking forward to, um, future podcasts and hearing from you. Um, I had a couple people reach out to me saying they missed me. I'm back. I'm so sorry that I was gone for a couple of weeks. I did my best I could three weeks ago with getting a very echoey. If you heard that one, the last podcast I did was in an empty kitchen. We hadn't officially moved in, but we had closed on this house and I was here alone, just getting some things figured out and no one was with me. So I did my post straight from my, uh, kitchen countertop standing because we really didn't even have chairs here or anything and it was really echoey because when there's no furniture in a house, no carpets, nothing, no rugs um, it was really echoey. So I hope it was okay quality. Um, I literally recorded it and posted it because I just didn't have a lot of time but I wanted to reach out to you. Um, what I would say And you know with my podcast I always like to do a call to action and I realized that the last podcast I didn't do one because it was just so trying to get something out there and let you know why I was going to be radio silent that I totally forgot to add a call to action and I think it's really important because I think when you are just trying to help people sometimes we all just need that special little nudge that gets us to be an active participant in our life versus just in a passive one listening to a podcast. I don't want you just to listen to me or watch me. I want you to do something when we're not together. And I thought, you know, I usually do something, obviously, for empowering you to help yourself. And this week, obviously, is no different so my call to action to you this week, and I literally am speaking to me when I say this, and as soon as I get done with this and I post this, this is what I'm going to do. I want you to spend time for you. I know it's so easy to say that, and I know it's, it seems really basic, but sometimes we all need to be told that it's okay to do something for yourself. And so I'm giving you permission. This is me giving you permission to do something for yourself. Go and rest. It's good for your mental health. And when your mental health is strong, you can tackle anything. If you are feeling run down, exhausted, maybe you haven't moved like I have, But maybe you're going through a medical ailment. Maybe you're going through a relationship issue. Maybe you're feeling horrible because it's, for like me here, it's so hot that you just haven't had your normal exercise routine because it's just, the heat's zapped it out of you, which tends to happen here in Arizona. You just, the heat just drags it out of you. If I go outside for a couple minutes, I'm like, ugh, I don't even want to go for a walk. Even first thing in the morning, it's still, it's just so draining. But... If you have a place to go and and cool off in a pool or maybe take a cold shower or just put your feet up and grab a glass of wine or maybe you're not a wine person maybe you're a beer person or maybe you just like a coffee or a tea great time for a nice tea in the middle of summer make some sun tea i made some sun tea the other day i haven't done that in so long but my new fridge has a big enough shelf that i was able to put my big jar in the uh fridge and fresh cold sun tea that my mom used to make is awesome. Do something for you. Recharge your batteries and tell yourself it's okay. You know what, everybody's on a journey. Everybody is struggling with something. Forgive yourself for pushing too hard and let your body recover. Um, you can't be good for you or your family or your friends or the people you maybe meet on the street or the grocery store if you're snapping at people because you just can't process anything anymore because you're so run down so it's okay to take time for you and always you know it's And some days like I had to forgive myself there were probably about four days where I did nothing I couldn't focus I couldn't recharge, nothing. Those couple days in the kitchen just knocked my socks off. And I'm, I had to forgive myself, but I'll tell you what, the first day was great of relaxing. Second day, I started feeling a little bad that I wasn't doing anything, but I saw my kids doing stuff in their rooms and my husband was working hard in his room and unpacking and organizing and I literally (laughs) was sitting around. I could not function at all. I'm like, you know what, I don't even want to make dinner. I just don't want to try to find things now that I have put them away, I don't know where they're at, I don't want to be searching, let's just order pizza. Forgive yourself, it's okay. It's a moment in time, it's just, a, a, just a, a blink in your life to give yourself some grace for a couple days. You know, if you need a day, take a day. If you need an hour, take an hour. If you need three days or four days like me after a move, Give yourself grace and tell yourself it's okay, because you'll be better for it. You'll be recharged, you'll be excited, you'll be ready to rumble, and you'll be ready to move on because there's always gonna be another mountain to climb. So just take time for yourself. Be kind to you. And I just hope that um, you are doing well. I hope you're healthy, I hope you're happy, and if you're not, again, Take time for you. It's great to be back. I missed you all, and remember, as always, be healthy, be happy, and be. Happy.